Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. Grandma, the summer is pretty much over. It's Labor Day weekend. I know. It's the last day of August when you're going to listen to this uh, podcast on Thursday. And uh, you know what? I'm not sorry. It was a pleasant summer. The weather was not really terrific. We had a, a lot of rain and a lot of heat and, and and a couple of really nice days, but not that many. Okay, can I have a negative hot take that you're not going to like? Worst summer ever. Yeah, well, I, I can understand <laughs> that. I can understand that. It wasn't my worst summer ever, but but I but I have to be truthful. I, you know, summers, we, we expect so much out of summer that it's always usually a disappointment. But we had some good days, and um, we're going into fall with a, with a new spirit and happy that um, the city hopefully will um, be somewhat livable. Yeah. And um, Okay, but give me the advice here because it's like, Okay, negative summer, bad neck surgery, bad dating situation. Um, what else? Like, what? Well, how are we turning this stuff around? I Do think you, work has been fun. Uh, uh, work is a silver work lining. Work has been great, but like otherwise, um, dating was just marginal. You you, <laughs> you 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 didn't love it. It wasn't a great summer. You no, had some no nice romance. evenings, no romance. But that's fine. You know, some summers and some some years you don't have the wild, wonderful romance that you're dreaming about. But you know what? It, uh, there's always a future, and so I wouldn't worry about that front. And the next situation is getting better. Yeah. Um, so we will attend to that that uh, as it goes and now we look forward to a wonderful fall and mm-hmm. um and uh, really uh hopefully uh, a nice time together and with our friends and we have mm-hmm. so many wonderful fans out there we we really appreciate we had somebody come up to us today uh when we were in Bridgehampton having lunch and they're so wonderful to True. us and, and you know what caring. she said to me while you were inside paying for lunch what she was like I'm waiting around what gonna <laughs> follow you until we're at your wedding content i love it and i, I was like it. that's okay. gonna be a, a little so hold on tight yeah where's our rush we're not going anywhere we haven't seen any dresses we like so we'll we'll wait yeah um, no, i'm grateful for that and for a lot of things and every place i go no matter what evening i attend or what dinner or what party somebody always comes up to me who i don't know which is fascinating and say i recognize you i I love you and your granddaughter together so for that alone we're having a wonderful summer and we really appreciate all of you out there i also feel like you have been extremely social this summer i mean you took three calls this morning while you were here (laughs) with people asking to make plans with you and you saying that you couldn't fit them in kim i'm busy now it's the it's the last breath of summer and now all of a sudden everybody's having lunches. I'm going to lunch right. at this Armin and Judy, which is like a little local oh, place yeah. out I've here. I've never been there actually. Very good French bread and southern fried chicken. I don't know what this lady's going to have for okay. lunch, but I don't. I doubt it'll be the chicken. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, there have been a lot of last minute plans because people figure, oh well, we'll push everything into the last week of August, which is perfectly fine. I uh, felt the opposite. Like I felt July was so busy, and then most of my friends or people I know are actually traveling this month. Well, it's really, in, uh, you know, at the end of August, a lot of people who are working so hard during the winter, especially yeah. your age, take off a couple of weeks at the end of yeah. August. And uh, so that's expected. Uh, my people are all, they they don't take off in July and August out here. And usually if they travel, it's usually in June. So, Most or in September. Most people I know like went we're to gonna do. Italy 
or right. France. Which are, which are beautiful. I think um, both are wonderful choices. And everybody is enjoying leaving um, their uh, normal homes and, tr- and doing an adventure of some sort. Because you know what? We've been, we were cooped up a long time. And actually, I think some airfares are actually going down for the fall. I think the summer was chaotic. But I saw on one of the programs that airfares are coming down in September and October. And that's a beautiful time to travel. It really is. It's actually nicer than the summer because it's less hectic on the roads. And um, because the Europeans all travel in August. So I I personally would not go away in August uh, to that area. Maybe across the United States, I would uh, consider that to be a destination. But whatever, wherever everybody is, I hope they're having fun. And then we'll be in the Hamptons for Labor Day. So yeah. So I have to tell you about a place I went to this past Sunday, um, yesterday actually, for lunch. Uh, Friends of mine said, let's do something a little different. And I I sort of was happy because I couldn't go into Bridgehampton one more day for lunch. So they said, well, there's a place that opened um, a little restaurant in Montauk. And Montauk for us is a long drive. It's like going to Europe. (laughs) It's about 45 minutes. Exactly. to an hour for people who don't exactly. except for from you it's like still a half 40, an hour no it's still 40 minutes and we were on the far side of Montauk we were actually I think we were in Ireland yeah. <laughs> one more step in, in into the uh, ocean we'd be swimming to Ireland yeah but um, we went to a place called uh, Maison Close and it was a scene of it was very sad actually it's a, the restaurant is owned by somebody who has another restaurant in Montauk like a Mediterranean and he was trying to open a second place in this past June and before the I think two or three days before the opening many of you might have read it in the paper there was a fire and it burnt it to the ground Mm -hmm. so he's opened what I happen to love he opened an outdoor uh, restaurant on next to where the fi- the burnt down building was or is, and he has like a beach, and on uh, he has like picnic tables and all kinds of umbrellas and bars sitting outside, and you overlook the inlet in Montauk, and so you see the boats on one side, so nice. and then just a whole area of beach on the left, and then he has remember the when we went to those um, lunch clubs in Mykonos. They have all the lounges outside. Yeah. So he, this man... Like they want people to drink and hang out. They were drinking and hanging yeah. out. And they were, it was such a beautiful day yesterday afternoon um, out here uh, mm-hmm. that they were all sort of lying. Maybe they were doing it before they were going to have lunch, but they were lying out on the beach chairs. And it was nice. really it was really neat. I, I really must say it was lovely. So the, you had a good time. Had a very good time. Restaurant was actually quite good uh very expensive as uh, is all of uh everything should we talk about our bad restaurant experience without naming names well that was yeah that's something that uh, why don't you talk about that it sort of annoys me yeah this like i went to dinner with grandma and poppy and we went into the restaurant we won't name it and there were but by the way i made it on resi every 15 minutes they had available tables so i just grabbed one and we came in, Grandma and Poppy were very positive. They were like, oh, we've eaten here three times this week. Um, can I? And then so he said, are you all here? Poppy was still parking the car. And we said that. And they said, OK, well, you have to wait a few minutes. Fine. till the whole party's here. Even though there was plenty of tables available. Grandma asked if she could sit at one of the tables in the front. 
and the man... Which are only f- tables of four, so it's not like he's he's holding it for a big table. They only have fours. Yes, and the man who owns the restaurant was like, unless it's... Um, you're three. He says you're well, three. Well, he said you're three, so you can't have a table of four, which, by the way, it's the same thing. Exactly. And also, he was like, unless it's a February in Wednesday, like in the middle of the winter, you're not getting that table, and everybody else here wants that table. And we're like, okay. Okay. So and anyway, they sat us in the back. And which was fine. It, it's fine. It's all fine. It's just out of principle. Like attitudes, like attitudes why have bad. that attitude, and what people don't want to come back to your establishment when you treat them that way. Exactly, and it, it was. And the funny thing is, we left at eight thirty. We were in and out in an hour, and the table was still empty. Yeah, so, so you know what? No one ever said shame there. on him. So similar uh, thing. Actually, I went to a restaurant on the Upper East Side when I was going to have dinner with mom and dad. It's a new sushi restaurant, and there was one table inside with comfy chairs. And then the tables outside were like not comfy chairs. So maybe I'm high maintenance, whatever. I, I asked if we could have one of the comfy chairs from inside. <laughs> and they were like, well, what if a table comes in and, and then wants, it, comfy wants the comfy chair? And I was like, but the whole restaurant's empty. So <laughs> how about if they come, then we could switch the chairs back, which they wouldn't actually make us do. But not one person came and sat down in the restaurant the whole night. It's so, so silly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. I think, I think people need, what they really need is to go back to hospitality school, which many, many colleges have well, this. Cornell, well, where Cornell I went, has, it, has but, the best. And, you know, but there are lots of places that really, how to, how to approach a customer. Because you know what? The customer is supposed to always be right. Uh, it's certainly always that way in uh, remember pretty woman. <laughs> yeah. Right, you got to, the customer is always the big person mistake. that should be right. Big mistake. So I think the restaurants have to start, especially in this economy where it's very fickle and you could be good one day and then next week, nobody's going to come to your place. So I think people better start be a, being aware that, um, that, you know, a little, Common relations and and pleasantries and politeness are really the way to yeah. go. The issue is people are bringing in their personal issues. Issues, I think you're into right. the workplace, and if they had a bad day, I mean, it's like but that's not our fault. That's like Fiddler on the Roof. If you've had a bad year, what do you want from me? I mean, you know, this is ridiculous. This is your job, and your job is to please the, your customer. Well, the and, worst is like airport security. Like no matter oh, what, they're well, in a ter- they're so rude. Let's not go on that. That airports and and pl- plus the fact half the people get on the plane with guns or all kinds of stuff. So I don't know. They're 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 looking for eighty year old women in their in their carry ons about the. I mean, liquids. you know, you never know. It's fine, but it's it's more just like when you're walking through and they're like, "You didn't hear me to take your laptop," and it's like, "Oh my gosh!" All right. Even though we should know that now, I think we do know that laptops have to not, come out. Not if you have clear no i think you still need to take your laptop to, out with tsa i i honestly don't know oh i don't I, know i, I think, I think you're still... just better off putting it, the laptop in the in the thing and 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 you know hopefully they you, you just go there's through quickly something. there's always something that's part of why people that's another thing i i could get on pet peeves with airports I, you know, this summer we went to Montreal, which we had such a wonderful time. We loved it. We loved our Marriott experience. But the the truth is, the airports themselves are a mess. You're waiting on lines, and we were very lucky. We had uh, global entry, but leaving Montreal to come back into the states, the lines were tremendous to get back. You know, without that kind of thing, and so it makes traveling unpleasant. Plus the fact that the gates 
for me, I don't know, maybe some people are luckier. I never have a gate near where I enter. Yeah. It's usually 30 minutes walk. Mm-hmm. You're, it's like doing a, a, a 10K in the airport. Mm-hmm. And um, they don't have the, which they should have, the moving carts for people to, to go on if they're o- older. I mean, I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I'm not handicapped, but I do. It does take a half an hour for me to get from one gate to, to number 60. So yeah. um, I think that could be corrected, especially at the new airport, like LaGuardia, which is brand new. You're going from one end of the airport that's the new part back to the old part of the terminal where you get your cabs. I don't know your, how people it's with disability or, I mean, I guess with this well they 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 use wheelchairs but i'm saying like for most people who would just like a lot of walking for them like they don't make it very convenient traveling is not convenient it is not it is not it's not like it used to be and it's also very it's it's overcrowded and and i also must say and i'm very small and so are you i find the seats are getting smaller i mean if you if you happen to gain a few pounds this is not good it's uncomfortable for us yeah exactly it's the same thing though i feel with like movie theaters and and broadway shows i'm like the broadway theaters are getting smaller and how does anybody fit i mean my dad can't go he's a big guy he can't go unless he sits in an aisle poppy so Poppy won't either because he has no place to put his legs. He's they're too tall. I know. So that's all our personal gripes. Now, now that we've sounded out on everything, what about like were there any highlights looking back at the summer that you want to relive or not really? Uh, I don't know. I think there were no highlights except that uh, that we had some wonderful parties. Mm-hmm. We had some lovely dinners. Uh, I must say, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, Getting back to New York and maybe doing some shows in New York together and and seeing some new things that are on Broadway. I always get excited for like fall in the city thinking like there's going to be house parties or like in like fun different activities in the fall, but never really happen. I I think you're watching too many of those housewife programs. They don't, it doesn't happen out here unless. No, no, in the city. Oh, in the city. Oh, that I don't know. I'm like, are people going to be getting together in the fall and are there going to be plans? Of course they will. I don't know. Of course they will. You got to really like kind of look around and ask around and ask friends who you don't see that often what they're doing right because there's not always stuff happening well i think you have to in the city you have to extend yourself because you're really you know what mm-hmm. it's not going to fall into your apartment building so you have to sort of do that or go to a concert or go you know we missed all those things in central park because we were out east but you know and those are finished for the fall nobody I, does that well, there are millions of people. Well, yeah, doing. people, millions of people, but I'm saying <laughs> millions like, of people I'm not like going with my friend. I mean, I'll do a picnic with my friends, but I'm not doing like the concerts in the park. Oh, I love that. I, don't I know. love that. But maybe, but you know what? I'm never there for them. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, um, you love it, but you've never done it. Yeah, um, I love it, but I've never, I love the concept. Yeah. The concept yeah. is fun. Right. So after Labor Day, we have your 60th wedding anniversary. I certainly do. And that is fair. We went, actually, we went to a 59th wedding anniversary this past Saturday, which was fun because, you know, it was a couple that I've known forever. And she made a very good statement. She said, you know what? I'm going to live every day as if it was my last. I want to have a great time. This is a big anniversary, even though it's not a milestone anniversary. 59 What's milestone? Well, milestone is a 60th or a 50th or a 20th. 25th, okay. you know, they yeah, usually yeah, yeah. have different, but, uh, but every celebration is a celebration and should be cherished. True. Uh, and she was ad- <clears throat> adorable. She was reliving that she, f- much younger than her husband and that she fell in love with him when she was a teenager and he was graduated law school. 
That's an age gap. Yeah, I think they're about eight years apart. And he said, you're too young for me. She said, okay, I'll hang around. And she did. Oh, <laughs> And he right. said, you know what? I fell in love with her little cute face then, but she was too young. But oh then I, it, it grew on him. It's so, like Gigi. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so. That's cute. Okay, so dating topic of the week. Oh, wait, you, you didn't ask me where I'm going for my 60th. Uh, is what I was going to say, dating topic of the week is what does it take to be married for 60 years? What it takes to be married for 60 years is to turn off your hearing when you don't like what's being said. I think everybody has trigger points and you learn uh, to live with people and, and accommodate them. You compromise, they compromise. When you don't compromise, everybody gets divorced. So, uh, and they do it very early on, which happened to many of my friends. So the ones who survived were people who made allowances for their husband's faults, for their wives' faults, and, and they understood that that's part of the whole person and nothing, nobody is perfect. Uh, you know, you imagine when you're young, everything is going to be ideal. I will say, I feel like the faults that Poppy even has are extremely small. It's yeah, like pet well, peeves. Well, they, they're peeves. You lucked but, out a little bit with like issues. Well, we lucked out with issues, but when we were first married, there were very big differences, actually. He, he, he came from a very different kind of family dynamic than mm -hmm. I came from. So we had to accommodate that. And yet we wanted to both you know, stay friendly with both families and be close. Right. But you learned how to adjust. And, uh, you know, you did a give and take uh, on all that. And what you think was not such a big point at one time, perhaps was. Yeah, I mean, maybe. my uh, Poppy was never around when the kids were growing up. He never did, you know, he went to the ball games, but he was never there to change diapers like the young men today. True. All are very involved in their families and feeding them and, and getting up in the middle of the night. He wouldn't have done that if his life depended on it. It was really not something yeah, that, you know, that might men be and a generational did. Of course it's, it is. But and like, I think but, for the better. But even, I don't think my dad necessarily did that either. Maybe it started to change around them but yeah. I don't think he did but I I, th I, th I know I see what um, today yeah maybe the 10 years difference from yeah. mom and dad but it but it, today it's certainly a shared experience For even sure. if somebody does which is most way better because yeah. who wants all of the responsibility well, not only that it, a lot of families two people are working yeah uh, and it's even nice if one person share. isn't and also I think it's a very nice thing to to share those kind of experiences yeah, exactly. because those are things that that come and go and you never have again. Mm -hmm. So um, I must say that's a really nice thing. And then we were thinking about what to do. Our anniversary uh, falls in between the Jewish holidays, which, by the way, when I was on my honeymoon, and I, I don't know if I ever told you this, I wanted to go. I had never not been home for the holidays, and we were away, the two of us, and we, ended, we were in London, and uh, they sent us to, uh, we asked the, uh, concierge at the time, and we're talking about 1963, we'd like to go to a Jewish high holiday service. And he said, I think I have to check with theater bookings. Wait, where was this? London? London. Yeah. So we're going back. We're going back to the same oh, hotel, actually. Oh, cute. And we've told them we spent 60 years ago, we were here for our anniversary. So Except you'll be back for the Jewish holiday. No, now we've done. Because the I was only say time I ever missed the Jewish holiday was, was on my honeymoon. Oh, really? It's a good Jew. <laughs> that was it. After that, I thought, because 
because we ended up going to a service at Westminster uh, Abbey, and it was black tie. Oh, I think you did tell hats. me that. And Poppy and I walked in. I mean, we were nicely attired, but they wore formal, you know, so nice. a, and it was an Orthodox ceremony. So we sat on one. Poppy sat on one side. I sat on another. And I think after that experience, we decided we better just stay home with our families. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So we're going back to uh, London uh, to celebrate, and uh, then we're going to take the channel and we're going to go to Paris for a few days and then come home. Nothing, nothing spectacular. No, I'm jealous. Sounds great. Well, it should be fun. You know what? I would have loved to do an adventure, but when it came out to be an adventure, we couldn't figure out what kind of adventure we'd like to both do. You so, can always plan another trip. I think our you adventure have more time, time to think about I think our it. adventure time is over. I don't I think hate that's to say true. it. Uh, I think we're better off on level ground now. I don't know. I mean, you can think about it and like plan it out a little bit more. With this, you kind of wanted it to be at an exact time. Well, that's true. So it's like that's easier true. to just get it done that's and, and something you know you, you like. The places I'd really like to go, the world is sort of having issues with right now. So I'm not going to China. I'm not going to Russia. I'm not going to a lot of places that really are in turmoil. So I'm just... Very happy we're going where we're going. Yeah. And so then with fun. the family, we're having dinner yes. two nights. We're having dinner. Is it one, the same? Definitely one night. Okay. We're having dinner at the at uh, Cipriani, which is down on 59th oh, Street. Right. And um, which is a special place. We all love the food. And um, so there'll be 12 of us and we'll cheer each other. And mm-hmm. uh, that's really my favorite part. But mm-hmm. I'm missing did, a couple of the I thought you said it was hard to get a table. Well, it's hard to get a big table because oh. they don't love to, you know, I think we're not a round table, which is unfortunate. I mean, most places don't have, you know, can accommodate you for that amount of people. Yeah, you know? it's hard. Eight Especially eight if it's like a, a popular push. place. Yeah, eight, eight, maybe you can get away with it. But once you get to 10 or 12, it becomes very Yeah, difficult. there's very few places who do that that are like good restaurants. Right. And but we wanted to go to a club, actually, that, you know, is sort of a restaurant club. But my youngest grandchild is 12, so they don't allow them in under 21. That's so, Casa um, Cipriani. Well, any of them. Yeah. So a lot of the clubs, they have a, because there's drinking on premises, so they don't allow that. So, right. I well, mean, that makes sense. I feel like I never thought of that. I'm going to Zero Bond or something. I don't want, like, 12-year-olds around. That's Soho House always has young kids. Oh, so okay. maybe that's a different thing. That might be a different. Well, also rule. remember we did it for your we did anniversary. It you did it, yes. And and your they didn't have a rule. Yeah, I think because there's kids there all the time. Maybe it's different there. I think each place probably or it could be different. after. No, remember maybe it was like after eleven they had to leave or something. Well, who's going to stay up till eleven anyway? We don't stay up till eleven. Uh, I do. <laughs> you do. I mean, I don't like to, but my friends do. Um, yeah, I think it's a really nice thing. And you're are you going to get Poppy a gift? No, I got him a card. I'm the gift. Do you think? I'm the gift. I'm the gift that keeps on giving. 60 years and you're the gift. 60 years, I'm still giving. And don't you think he'll get you something? I don't really want anything. Actually, the trip is enough. And right, I don't the trip. Need, I don't really need anything anymore. I'm just happy with what I have and my family and my kids and my grandchildren. I don't need one thing. I think the so, acknowledgement, though, is like nice, even if it's, I'm with, sure he'll get me flowers. Yeah, but even the like happy anniversary. Oh, and you know what? The truth is, I I really don't need one thing, and I and nothing material. I just would like good health and happiness. I don't need anything more. What a saint! Um, headlines of the week. There. Well, I don't know if all of you watched the um, the uh, Republican debate last week. When we were growing up, Kim, we used to have a debate. 
in, uh, at school. And on Fridays, we had to read a paper in our history classes. And we'd have to repeat it again when we came home and talk, stand up in front of our family and say what we had done Torture. during the week. But we did it every week. That was just part of a routine in public school that we just did. I don't know what it was called. I don't know if it was an English assignment that we did on a yearly basis. But we did it. So we had some feeling of public speaking and how we were interacting with our audience, which was basically our family. Yeah, but if your parents are like one way, then you're going to get kind no, of... No, no, no. It wasn't a political thing. It was it was about what we had done. If we were t- talking about uh, growing vegetables, that we would talk about it. These candidates really don't have public... The ones who are not politicians, mm-hmm. who were up on that stage Wednesday night, they don't have great um, communication skills. And they could be very, It's a little very strange because that seems like the most important thing for a that. politician. And so they're not coming across well. And I'm wondering if like they know that that's been successful the last few years to be like um, a little aggressive. Well, I think they are. They're trying to go into the reality, uh, you know, space of Donald Trump. And they're not Donald Trump. So they shouldn't think, even try that. Yeah. I think that Raman Swamy tried that. Somebody um, must coach them saying this is a good tactic yeah, for to you. To be aggressive. Exactly. Because yeah. uh, I thought most of them were, were just, you know, they, it's just the beginning days and we'll have more debates. Um, was I a little disappointed? Yes. Because I thought a lot of the questions that were asked, they really never answered. They ended up just talking about their talking points. So that was one thing this week. And of course, you know, the, the news that the, um, the Russians shot down um, the, um, um, the, the leader from the Wagner group, um, we knew he was going to get killed. It was just a matter of when, not uh, how. And uh, Putin got his revenge and he's gone. So there's no more controversy in Russia about what Putin does. It's Putin's way or it's no way. Uh, so that was really fascinating to see. Um, and on the home front, uh, we had a lot of storms. Um, California survived the mudslides and all the water that came in on that on crazy storm. On a dating storm. app, some guy in California messaged me like, hey, I survived the hurricane. <laughs> I was like, cool. I didn't ask, but I'm happy for you. Yes. Oh, that was a big deal, though. I don't think they've had a hurricane in 40 or 50 years on the West Coast. It usually oh, doesn't get true? tropical I mean, we have storms them all the time. Because they come up the East Coast. Yeah. On the West Coast, they don't usually have that. Yeah. And um, I don't you know, know. It wasn't a good, like, slide-in, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Like, well, you're not. It's too far for a date anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, basically, that's that's it. I think uh, oh, on, on the news that uh, Kendall Jenner and... Um, um, Kim Kardashian um, are getting a million dollars a TikTok. I, I think something's oh, wrong, I Kim. We, well, I want that million dollars too. They have I, more followers than us. Yeah, I guess so. But that's a great goal, isn't it? Yeah, I'm happy is. for them. A million dollars a TikTok. I want the creator economy to be that, that big. Is, so. That's amazing. So that yeah. really is something good for women. Yeah, or for any creator. For who, anybody. Yeah, who's in this but business. But they're the only two. To get a million yeah. for a TikTok? They're the, hi- they're the highest paid. I want, did it have other people on the list? They didn't have anybody else on the list. I don't think anybody's okay. close to them. Yeah, I think they're probably I mean, some, of them some probably, mega yeah. influencers, but... Which I think, didn't didn't Kim really create this whole like, concept? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I would say they're more pioneers in reality TV than they are in social media, but really both. Well, yeah, because um, now they're pushing I mean, they're, they're not big TikTok people. Right. It was really more Instagram, but now in general, yeah, like what it's the biggest 
everyone follow, wants to follow them. And I'm I think sure. creating the culture of like celebrity and following and like buying products that they endorse. Right. Like they right. definitely started that. Okay. So good for I them. I mean, I think they're, yeah, they definitely like will be in history books when you talk about that kind well, of thing. Well, certainly their, so. bi- their business acumen is amazing. Exactly. Um, okay. Any... I want everybody to have a good holiday weekend because this is our um, last breath of, of summer. We go into... Well, Technically, I think it goes until September 24th. Well, that's the last day of... Uh, yeah, but uh, I think Labor Day is sort yeah. of the cutoff yeah. uh, for when summer really ends mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, swimming on the beach. I'm not even sure the beach is open uh, after Labor Day uh, with lifeguards. I'm sure it is. I don't know. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because the lifeguards all go back to school. Could be. A lot of them. So I want everyone to have a good uh, last weekend. Everybody enjoy themselves. Have a lot of hot dogs and hamburgers. And um, enjoy this and some corn. The corn out here is so fabulous. Oh, and I'm sure wait, did I tell you that Jersey. I tried? You know how I never cook? Right. So I, we've been out in the Hamptons with my parents. And usually my brother cooks, but he went back to college. And my mom's okay. And I was like, I'll make a corn side dish. And I was, I asked my Amazon Alexa, I was like, what's a good side dish for corn? And they said like Mexican street corn salad. And we had all the ingredients. Like it said like Greek yogurt, cheese, all these different spices, which we already have here. It literally came out as with like Greek yogurt with a little few corn (laughs) kernels. And it was like, it was like a, we well, didn't put enough sofa. corn in it. it. The ratio was off. Right. That's the only thing. I only thing. did, I did four co- corn, cor- corn husks. husks or whatever. And probably And I think it was yogurt. supposed to be like eight for right. the amount that okay. I was you doing. You only have to put a dollop in. Yeah, I needed like the corn salad with like a dollop of things. Exactly. This was like yogurt with some corn. No, no, no. So that's my corn story all right, all right. and my cooking story. Right, so gonna, we wait yeah. till next year for it to happen again. You now know just a little, a, a tablespoon will do it. Yes. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. You know how to follow us on social media. Excuse my grandma. And we will see you soon. Bye.